Hi, my name is Dr. Patricia Morogami. Welcome to your next best self. I know you might be wondering, who's this Dr. Patricia Morogami? Well, I'm a leadership catalyst, a leadership coach, an educator on matters to do with life, leadership, love, and legacy. And I hope that as you start to listen in and practice some of the leadership insights we'll be sharing here, you'll begin to see your next best self. Welcome back to your next best self podcast with me, Dr. Patricia Murugami. I can't tell you how many times people all over the world have asked me how to deal with colleagues at work, how to manage official formal relationships better, how that has caused so much pain and stress to both leaders and followers alike. So today I want to dedicate this particular podcast to how you can strengthen the way you relate with your colleagues in this new year. Perhaps in the past you have given in to gossip, you've given in to all sorts of sources of information that determine how you view your colleagues. I want to remind you that no matter how thin you cut it, there are always two sides to every story. So if you're in a leadership position and someone comes to you and says, oh, so and so did this, then I want to encourage you, don't just take their word for it. Ask the other person to also come and explain and then call them together and help them come up with skills to resolve their conflict. Because you see, if you actually favor one person over the other, chances are you start causing camps within your team. So there are always two sides to every story. And being a leader means you actually also have to be somewhat a kind of judge. So see whether you can be a wise judge who's able to see both sides of the story and determines the most effective way of solving that problem with the input of the two people who are struggling with a conflict. In fact, that you can also see on the home front. If you have children always coming to you, mommy, mommy, daddy, daddy, uh, so-and-so did this, so-and-so did this. One of the things I learned earlier on before we actually um, even started to have children is allow the children to find ways to resolve their problems. So instead of you being the judge, immediately tell them, go back. Did you go and tell her? Did you go and tell your brother what he did? No, I'm so annoyed. I'm like, when you cool down, why don't you go back and tell your sibling what they did and tell them, I didn't feel good when you shouted at me. So even bringing in the ideas of the I word. In fact, that reminds me, uh, this year my intention is to read 100 books. And already by now, um, you know, the first week of February, I've read 10 books. And people are asking me all sorts of questions as to how do I get to read? I have a very full life, a full family life, a full business life, a full social life, a full personal life. How do I get to read? And you know what? I'll tell you more when you join the Africa Rises Network, where I'll be sharing the tips of how I have managed to read. And one of the books I've been reading is a book we're reading with my younger child. And it's around emotional intelligence for children. And that point of that I just made of, I felt like this instead of you made me feel like this, own your emotion, but also let the other person know what they did that enabled that emotion to be experienced, even if it's a negative emotion. So the first thing is always look at both sides of the story. The second thing I'd like to encourage you to do 
is to clarify expectations. Clarify your expectations. The expectations that your boss has of you, that your colleagues have of you, that clients have of you. If it's not clear, then it's not clear. Okay? So the idea of it being a little clear doesn't cut it. You need 100% clarity on the expectation. It's true. A lot of the work we're doing these days has ambiguity in it. We don't know what the outcomes will be. The world is spinning and moving so fast in terms of trends, consumer preferences, and all sorts of global risks that it's true we may not have clarity on the actual outcome. But at least you ought to have clarity on what you're supposed to do. Yeah. So many times I find that people struggle because they didn't have the clarity and they also didn't have the courage, which is my next thing. Have the courage to ask, have the courage to seek feedback, have the courage to correct constructively critiquing someone rather than criticizing them. Have the courage to celebrate people. Even if you're not hitting your targets and your colleague is, celebrate them. That shows a big spirit of generosity. And I think that workplaces these days are so full of envy that we really need a dose of generosity. Because it's true, we may be competing for the bonuses, the incentives and what have you. And by the way, I think it's really important to have team incentives as opposed to just individual ones. So that's to actually drive uh, team collaboration. But whatever the case Imagine if every time you felt a twing of envy, you actually chose to do what? To celebrate the person. You'd find that little by little, those streaks of envy and jealousy will disappear. Courage is so important when someone does something that's off character, that's off brand, and you're like, mm, that's a little off. What's going on? So as opposed to mulling over it and coming up with all sorts of reasons that sometimes really are nowhere near the actual reasons, I encourage you to have the courage to gently just ask, mm, so and so, this isn't like you to do this. What's going on? So give your colleague the benefit of doubt. Yeah. And then you might be surprised because you're not criticizing them you're actually trying to understand where they're coming from, they will tell you what they thought. And before you jump to a conclusion and think the worst of them, you will have found another dimension on how to resolve the problem. Lastly, I want to encourage you, have compassion for your colleagues, for your leaders, for your customers, no matter how tough the season is. Have the compassion to know that they're human beings with similar struggles. When I was much younger, much younger, and I dare say a little foolish, uh, one of the things that we did is we were so afraid of our bosses, you know? When we knew our bosses coming, we were totally petrified. And um, I remember because I chose to have mentors very early in my career, which is something I want to encourage every 20-year-old. You don't know it all, and you don't have to make the same mistakes, but I'll talk about that later. So I remember one of my mentors, so wise, just told me, you know what, Pat, do you know if you if this this same boss you're so afraid of who's brilliant and maybe he shouts at you guys and maybe he does all sorts of things to make you feel fearful. Imagine meeting him in hospital, yeah, unwell or with a relative who's unwell. All these titles and fear will just dissipate. So remember he's a human being. Because fear will block you from engaging with him 
in the best way possible. Fear will make you come up with all sorts of reasons as to why he does what he does. So remember that your colleagues are first and foremost human beings with similar struggles and perhaps those struggles are the ones that make them behave the way they do. I'm reminded of a young man who was really hitting his targets and he was hitting them at any cost, including some not very ethical ways. And, you know, they called me in to have a conversation with him from a coaching perspective because he was a superstar. But somehow the way he was relating with his colleagues wasn't quite cutting it. And so I'm reminded of how we had the first conversation and he allowed me to share this without saying who he is and where he was from. And as we had this conversation, I asked him, so what's your motivation? You're working so hard at any cost. What is it you're working for? And then he told me that he had an ailing um, parent and the bills of that um, medical treatment were all on his shoulders. And so he had to work triple hard, step over toes, get to the target no matter what. And so sometimes you see people doing things and you have no idea why they are doing them and you're judging them harshly. I suggest putting a dose of compassion and maybe by just finding out what's going on, maybe they'll be able to tell you, maybe they'll trust you enough. Maybe they won't tell you, but they'll tell you something's going on that they're not at liberty to share. But they will then have given you a chance to guide them a little bit better on how they can still achieve the goal, which is what we did. We came up with a great plan. In fact, he achieved even more than he was achieving. And not only did he develop star-like competencies, but he helped the rest of his team become a team of stars, which is always my goal. My goal is not to make you shine alone. No, it's to help you if I'm coaching you, if I'm developing a leadership program and competencies in your team, that the team becomes a team of stars. So what are you struggling with in terms of your work this year, this month, last month, this week? Maybe you're looking forward to the week or maybe you're dreading it. Whatever the case, the quality of your work relationships will determine the caliber of your engagement and how you grow, lead yourself, and by your example, lead others, whether you have the title or not. So why don't you consider taking just one thing out of this leadership podcast to become your next best self? And I certainly hope by now you have joined my Africa Rises Network, which we designed for you so that you can have a daily dose of insight, wisdom, experience, thought-provoking content that can help you become your next best self for less than 10 Kenya shillings per day. I mean, who does that? Well, I guess that's us. We do that because we are truly purposeful about the fact that more people, more human beings need to become more human and more humane. And the only way to do that is to become your next best self by being very deliberate about what you watch, what you listen to, what you hear, what you read. And hopefully when you join the Africa Rises Network every day, you can put aside 10 minutes, five minutes to read the content of the day, to make a comment, to ask me a question, because I am here for you. You have no business repeating all the mistakes I made. Mm -mm. No, learn from those who have gone ahead of you, who have achieved a little bit more, who are willing to hold your hand, to mentor you, to become your next best self. 
So do something about your colleagues in terms of how you relate with them. And let me know through our website, www.drpatriciamurugami.com and let me know how this podcast is helping you grow and truly become your next best self. And maybe if you need us to talk to your team to help them grow in trust, collaboration, as opposed to cutthroat competition, just let us know and we will help you develop the kind of team you deserve, a team of stars. Thank you.